Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is so business, not big business. I don't know about you. But I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Say it again, quiet. You were born? Now listen, the devil don't like it when we moan. Sometimes you got to say, ooh. Uh-huh. See, you confuse them when you go silent on it. Uh-huh. Now crawl over your mouth and say, oh. oh. Psalms 47 reads, Come everyone, clap your hands, shout to God with joyful praise, for the Lord Most High is awesome. He is the great King of all the earth. He subdues the nation before us, putting our enemies beneath our feet. He chose the promised land as our inheritance, the proud possession of Jacob's descendants, whom he loves. God has ascended with a mighty shout. The Lord has ascended with trumpets blazing. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King over all the earth. Psalm, praise him with a psalm. God reigns above the nations, sitting on his holy throne. The rulers of the world have gathered together with the people of God of Abraham. For all the kings of the earth shall belong to God. He is highly honored everywhere. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy word. Good evening and welcome to the light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black. And this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth unto all generations. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Why? Because we were born to worship. It's an honor, it's a privilege, and a pleasure to worship with you on tonight. And we count it a great joy to be able to come before you, to ride in your cars, to sit with you in your homes or your convalescent home, in your hospital bedside, to be in the midst of God's people, in the presence of the Lord, where his saints have come together, touching and agreeing and believing God to do a great thing in the midst of us through our prayer, our praise, and his preached word on tonight. I honor God tonight, and I thank God that you have chosen to worship with us tonight during the light of Portland. I do have one announcement I'd like to make. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer, have a song of worship, and tonight our speaker, our proclaimer for the night is Elder Catherine Brown from the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church, where my friend and my brother, Pastor Craig L. Brown, is the senior pastor And I'm so grateful that Elder Brown is not just a preacher 
a woman, preacher, sister that I know. She is a woman of God that I have come to love and respect the God that's in her. And so tonight, be blessed, be blessed by the word that God has given to her to bring to us tonight. Amen. I want to let you know that on this Wednesday, this Wednesday, which will be June the 28th, from 1130 to 2 at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, um, we have partnered with on the on the move. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, let me get it together so that I don't mess it up because I want to say the name correctly. I know that it is my cousin, Elder Johnny Bradford, and he has a ministry that is out of this world, and he is doing a great work for the people of God. And so I want to make sure I get um, everything correct. I want to say it correct. Um, so this Wednesday from 1130 to 2 at Greater St. Stephen Michigan Baptist Church, we will be doing a food box giveaway. And that will be, oh, my goodness. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I thought I had this together. Uh, this this Wednesday from 1130 to 2, it's on the Move Ministries. Um, and, and we're going to, I, I am going to get this together. I apologize. Jesus. Um, but we, we want you to know that this, this is a ministry that is um, going to be sharing with the community. So if you know someone that needs a food box, uh, they don't have to be a member of Greater St. Stephen's. They don't even have to be a member of your church. Uh, they are welcome to come and get a food box and get ready for the holiday. Get ready to feed those children while they're out on winter break. On the Move Ministries with Jesus Outreach. The Move Ministries with Jesus Outreach. We'll be hosting a food box giveaway Wednesday, January 28th from 1130 to 2 at the Greater St. Stephen Mission of Baptist Church at 3535 Northeast Mallory. That's this Wednesday, June 28th from 1130 to 2. So make sure you drive by, get your food box. Amen. And we are grateful to God for Elder Johnny Bradford, and we're thankful for the ministry that God has given him. We pray God's richest blessings be upon him. Let us go to God in prayer um, before we um, hear our song of preparation and then ready to hear from the woman of God, Elder Catherine Brown. Gracious Father, we humbly come before your throne of grace this evening, lifting you up, exalting you, giving you glory and honor for you alone are worthy. Father, the song just told us that we were born to worship. We were created in your image, fearfully and wonderfully made. You told us in Leviticus to be holy, for you were holy. And then you repeated it again as we read through Colossians and we read through First and Second Peter. You called us to be a holy people from a peculiar royal priesthood. God, you purpose for us to live a life to give you glory, to be light and darkness, to be salt in an unseasoned world. Father, you've given us dominion. You've given us authority. You've given us power to cast out demons and to tread upon serpents and to drink poisonous drinks and not be harmed. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus on tonight. Thank you for what you did for us on Calvary. Father, we thank you for being so faithful tonight. You're so faithful to heal us of all sickness and all diseases. You're so faithful to meet our needs. Father, we read in Isaiah 65 today that even before we can form the words to be thoughts in our minds, you already know what we need, and you go ahead of the prayers that we pray when we live righteous before you. So, God, I pray tonight that we, your handmade servants, will present ourselves to you as a living sacrifice, that we will live holy, live righteous, and live blameless in this corrupt and perverse nation. Father, I ask tonight in the name of Jesus that you would touch all of those who are sick, 
with infirmities in their bodies, sickness and disease. Oh, God, you're bigger than cancer. You're bigger than lupus. You're bigger than high blood pressure. You're bigger than uh, diabetes. You're bigger, oh, God, than heart disease, kidney failure. God, you're bigger tonight. We declare and decree our healing, Father, for it is by your stripes we are healed. Father, tonight we pray for for the married couples tonight that uh, I don't know exactly, Father, if they're going to make it to the end of the year. Talking about separation, talking about divorce. God, I pray that you would transform their minds tonight because you sanction marriage. You honor marriage. So, God, I pray that that man, that woman will seek your face and turn from their wicked ways. Humble themselves, oh God, and pray. You promised you would hear from heaven. God, tonight I need you to heal that marriage. God, I pray for every single parent that's raising a child. I pray, God, that they would raise them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord and that they would teach their children the word of God, that they will teach their children how to pray, that they will show their children how to pray. I pray, God, that they will teach their children how to worship. I pray that they will show their children how to worship, not just for the lifting of the hands and the opening up of the mouth, but, God, as a lifestyle. May they live holy. May they live righteous before their children. God, I pray because you know the needs, you would release, Father. I pray for every pastor tonight that's leading a congregation, every every man, every woman of God that proclaims the word of God, that preaches the word of God. Touch the pastor, touch the evangelist, touch the elder, touch the deacon, touch the missionary, touch the teacher tonight, God. Touch the prophet, touch the prophetess, touch the apostle, touch the bishop in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to do what your word says. Love mercy, do justly, and walk humbly before you. Help us, God, to live a life that will draw others to you, not with our lips, but with our heart and what we what we do with our hands, God. Bless in the name of Jesus, everything we plan our hands to do. Then God bless the laity of the church. Ah, touch, Lord God, the deacons, the deaconesses. Touch, Father, the ushers, the nurses. Touch the Sunday school teachers. Touch, touch, touch. The praise team, the musicians, the drummer, the band, touch the sound man, touch the the social media group, touch tonight your people. That we would render our services unto you, not unto man. And we would do it with an excellent spirit like David did. Oh, God bless Father tonight. Our nation, I heard the governor of Oregon say every night and every morning when she gets ready to pray, she prays, Father, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Oh, God, that's what we're praying tonight. We're praying, Father, that your kingdom come, your will be done. Not only in the state that we live in, not only in the city we live in, but in this nation. Oh, God, we pray tonight in the name of Jesus that you would help us to do what you said to take care of the poor, for they will be with us always, to take care of the widows and the orphans, to be our brother's keeper, to encourage each other, to be help to one another. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, stir up our hearts to do right, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you tonight, and we bless you for the woman of God that's coming forth to proclaim your word. Take her deep down into the hidden treasure of your word. As she opens her mouth, God, tonight we want to hear the word. We want to hear the voice of God speaking through your servant. 
speak, Lord God, for we are listening. We need to hear from you. If we don't hear from you, we won't know what to do. We won't know what to say. We don't won't know where to go. So tonight, speak to the woman of God. Bring confirmation. Bring conviction. Bring deliverance. Bring forth transformation. Bring forth a revival tonight, oh God. In the matchless name of Jesus. We pray these prayers in thy son Jesus' name. Thank God and amen.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise God. God's goodness is surely running after me. And I believe that all that have been gathered tonight, he's running after you too, because God is just good all the time. And I thank God for this opportunity to be in the same room with uh, Pastor Kim Black, my one of my mother's teachers, mentors in the ministry. I thank God for you tonight, Pastor Kim, Pastor Sherelle, and I want to give honor to the Butterfields and the Light of Portland. It is good to be in the room with you all tonight. And I feel that the Lord has, in fact, confirmed what he asked me to talk about, because we're going to be coming tonight from the 150th Psalm. I have been reflecting and meditating on uh, circumstances that are going on in my own life, in ministry, in my family's life, and in the world, and surely so many things have have been happening, whether it's people going home in the last six months, how many home goings have we all been to, or if you look on the world scene and you, you see the situation with the wars, and you see the situation with the famine, and you see the banking crisis, and you see the different health issues that are going on, there are a lot of circumstances going on in our personal lives and in the earth realm that would cause us sometimes to forget for a moment that we ought to be focused on praising the Lord because God is still God and God is good even in the midst of everything that's going on in the world. So I'm going to be obedient to what the Lord put on my heart. I'm going to uh, we, I just feel like praising God. I feel like God wants us to praise him and worship him even more in the midst of all the good and all the other challenging things that are going on. And so I'm going to read the 150th Psalm and some other passages the Lord has given me. I'm not sure what the title of the message is, but I believe that uh, the message has to do with God asking and challenging us to talk about what praise are we speaking forth in the earth realm? What praise are we giving God? What honor are we giving God to help the earth and the world know that God is good and God is in full control? And then the 150th Psalm, it says, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with a trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipes. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with the loud clashing cymbals. And it ends in the sixth verse by saying, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything, all of God's living creation, everything that has breath is commanded to praise the Lord. And I believe even in the ministry of music tonight, as I'm thinking about the word uh, born to worship and I'm thinking about God's goodness running after us, I'm thinking about what the Lord has reminded us that with every breath that we have, he has commanded the believers, the followers of Christ, and everything in all creation to praise him. And that will, I challenge us to say tonight, that will combat the enemy that is against us and combat the trials and tribulations that we are journeying through in this earthly journey. So as I think about um, the 150th Psalm, I want to share an experience that happened, actually happened at my home church at St. Paul, Missionary Baptist Church this morning. Um, for whatever reason, uh, we had a couple of home goings in the church in the last couple of weeks, and I had a home going that we all participated in on Friday, and it was magnificent, and we gave God glory for uh, 53 years of life for our, our brother. And as we were putting everything away in the church and making sure it was ready for service on Sunday, uh, and then our covering prayer, putting all the mics and the equipment back in. If we show up to church today only to find out that there's no power, there's no power in the microphone system, the whole soundboard does not work. And so for a moment, and I would say just for a moment, 
there was before church started a a, a little bit of a scramble, uh, as you know from coming out of the pandemic. We've been virtually uh, televising our worship services, uh, our videotaping, live streaming, but we all also have been in the sanctuary. But for whatever reason, uh, for uh, just a moment, it was uh, created some confusion in the sanctuary. And uh, but one thing that for sure. Uh, everybody was in agreement, and the leadership was, you know, we're going to praise the Lord up in here today. We're going to proclaim the word of God up in this house on today. The microphones working or not working don't have anything to do with the proclamation of the word or the praise that God has commanded to come forth out of his people. And what might I say that for this moment as I had been meditating on this message, it was like, are we being tested, Lord? Are we being tested to uh, let you know what you already know, but let us become aware of what you know, and that is we're going to praise you no matter what. We're going to praise you whether the equipment works or doesn't work. We're going to praise you whether we're in a building or out of a building. And this passage has really uh, come to life even more on the heels of the move of God in the midst of that momentary confusion but that the praise of God that went forth put that at bay. And so I see a few things in this passage tonight out of the 150th Psalm and out of our experience in worship this morning that I want to raise up. And the question someone might be asking, well, what can we praise God for? You know, what is it that we ought to be praising God for? And I know that for the saints that are in this room tonight, that may seem like, um, a trite question. It might seem like a question that obviously we all have the answers to. But it's interesting to me, whether it's a homegoing service or whether it's a regular worship service, a special service, that there are times when worship is commanded to go forth, but you and you find yourself, whether it's as a pastor or a member on the praise team, you look out into the congregation of the people that have been assembled, and there are people that are not praising God. Amen. They're not praising God. And so sometimes you have to ask yourself, what is it that restrains our praise? What is it that stops our mouths from opening to give God the praise? And it could be, I suggest, that perhaps people don't know how to acknowledge God, how to praise God. And so as I was meditating on this passage, it says, we ought to praise him in the sanctuary. I know when you're not able to make it into the sanctuary, it's a different experience. But when you're in the sanctuary, when you are uh, uh, surrounded in the congregation of those that are assembled, righteous, saved, and unsaved, there's a different experience. And this psalm is reminding us that we ought to praise God in the sanctuary and not just the physical Building, believe God is talking about the sanctuary of our hearts, the sanctuary of our hearts. Praise Him in the heavens. Heavenly beings are commanded to praise God. What for? We've got to praise God for His mighty deeds. What has God done for me? God saved me. God turned me around. God did heal my body. God did bring forth a son that was on the heels of two miscarriages predicted to be another miscarriage, but he brought that baby, that child through to make that child become a grown married man who's now produced two granddaughters. Hallelujah. I praise God for the mighty work in allowing that child to come forth, to turn around the pattern that had happened. Praise him for his excellent greatness. God is sitting in heaven. God sits high. God is holy. God is righteous. God is great. God is excellent. God is Perfect. Oh, the psalmist goes on to tell us, if you have an instrument, praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and the harp. If you have an instrument to play, praise God with that. When the microphones went out and the power, the soundboard was out, amen. It was like we're going to have old-time, old-fashioned church up in here today. We're going to praise God with whatever God has put in our hand whatever God has made available. Yes, we're going to praise God with our whole heart. We're going to praise God with everything we have. Hallelujah. Praising God. And so 
if we look at the 105th Psalm, we're reminded um, that God has told us through the Psalm to praise God for his mighty deeds. Amen. How many times do we find ourselves in conversations within the church body, outside of the church, at work, in the grocery store? Amen. And what are people talking about? They're talking about the issues of life, the issues that are going on during the day. It could be the banking crisis. It could be the health care workers strike. It could be a family member passing away. It could be uh, the people that perished on that submersive. It could be a lot of things. But God is saying, whether you're in the sanctuary, wherever you're at, at all times, make known his deeds. Sometimes we just have to let people know we're going to give God praise, amen, for the things that he is doing, for the good that we know is evident, amen, and for the power that he has to raise, amen. Even those who die in Christ are going to be with God, are with God, amen. So he says we can sing praises to God, and we can talk about the wonderful things he's done. We can let him know every good work, every good gift, every right thing, and everything that wasn't right that was harmful to us that God brought us through. We can make that known to others. Amen. We can praise him for the rain, and we can praise him for the sunshine. We can praise him because he is God, because God created everything. Hallelujah. So the psalm is reminding us, that everything that has breath ought to praise God, but sometimes we got to be right present in the moment, in the conversation, and be quick in the sanctuary, and out of the sanctuary, in the store, wherever we abide, wherever we go, wherever we do, not just on Sunday morning at church, but everywhere we go. Amen. Speak forth the praises of God. Let this world that is perishing, people that don't have hope, people that are looking for an answer, hallelujah, to know that God's goodness is present and it's running after us and it's been good to us. We were singing a song, hallelujah, every praise is due our God. And the song that was being ministered just reminded me every praise, it's not just every praise that's due our God, it's every breath we take. We get that breath of life from God. Hallelujah. All of God's living creation is commanded to praise God. Amen. So every breath we take, every place we're at, we have the ability to proclaim and sing forth the praises of God in response to the issues of life, in response to the clutter, in response to the pressures. In response to the despair, we need to start talking up God outside of the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says that song is a magnificent way, hallelujah, to make known God's deeds. Uh, Pastor Black read the 47th Psalm, and we know that uh, Minister C.C. Weissen was singing about God's whining, singing about God's goodness following after, but she's singing the word of God, every breath I have, all the life that's in me. This is right out of the very word of life, out of the word of God. People have a lot to praise God for, even in our daily life experience. Hallelujah. And so as I'm ministering and thinking about everything that has breath, praise God, have we considered recently that praise is, a, is one weapon that God has given us to stop the devil in its trap, to take our gaze off of the circumstance, the situation, the issues that are pressing our spirit down so that we can lift up that praise and lift up our voice and fix our eyes on Jesus Hallelujah, who is the one that we were created to worship, the one that is the author and finisher of our faith, the one who has sent the shed the precious blood for us so that we can live and praise God. 
reminded as I was thinking about praising God how when Jesus was making his triumphal entry, hallelujah, and he was all the people shouting Hosanna and this and that, but it, Jesus was responding in Luke chapter 19, I believe, verse 40, he was saying that if people, I'm paraphrasing, if people don't praise him, he would cause or command the very rock to cry out. God is God over the living creation and everything in creation, all inanimate creation of God. Oh, Jesus even said, yes, I can make the very rock cry out. But I've decided, and I'm sure that those that are assembled tonight, as we think about, oh, let every thing, let everyone that has breath praise the Lord, that we're not waiting for somebody else to show up and start praising God. We're not waiting for somebody to talk about the good deeds, the mighty deeds, the goodness, the faithfulness, the salvation, the deliverance, hallelujah, the peace, the grace, and the mercy that flows, hallelujah, from Jesus. We're not waiting like Jesus said they would, and they didn't praise God. They did not praise Jesus. And, yes, he was crucified on that, not on that Friday. Amen. But he rose from the dead with all power. So the reality is everything's got to praise God. We've got to praise God everywhere, in every place. We've got to be prepared to give an answer. But we have to recognize that the Lord of all creation has said if we don't, yeah, even the inanimate objects, inanimate objects will praise God. We see many passages in Scripture where mountains and rivers and hills and streams and stars and the moon and the sun, everything that God created, <laughs> everything that he created praises the Lord. Hallelujah. But we can combat uh-huh, the situations that even in the city of roses here and across the nation, it's not a night that goes by that many of us don't get some kind of ping on our ring device that says, I heard gunshots. And that is a clarion call for prayer and to praise God for stopping that violence, for taking authority over the forces of darkness that are in fact doing these things, being permitted to do these things. But God has said we can praise him. God has said we can make a demand on his promises. Amen. And we can praise him in advance for the bullet that missed the people that survived and the city that can be reclaimed or taken back. Amen. So let everything praise God. Let us make known his deeds and let us not stop. Let us not let anyone or anything hinder the praises of God to go up, to let the word of God be proclaimed. I will tell you, when people start to hear about how good God is, about how great God is, about who he is, about who Christ is to us, hallelujah, they can rejoice. They can, we can make it known. We can glory in his name. Hallelujah. But if we are not going to talk about it, what value is it that we are demonstrating to the earth, to people that we interact with? If we don't have value in God, if we don't show up by praising him, if we don't, yo, somebody that does a good feat or a good deed, right now there's a lot of track meets going on. I love track and field. I love to see God's people just perform according to what God has gifted them to do. And all kinds of records are falling and people are applauding and it's amazing. It's amazing. What's amazing even more is when they have the spokesperson, the spotlight, the mic, and they acknowledge God. And they say, and it's not tried, it's like I was injured and God healed me. I didn't know if I was going to make it, but he 
He picked me up. He turned me around. They're praising God. They're acknowledging God for his mighty deeds. And when you're injured and you can't perform and God restores you, you got a story to testify about the goodness of God. Each of us have something that God has done. I would argue that we have many things. Uh, when we were singing, every praise is due our God, I was like, no, God, every breath I breathe is due our God. Every breath I breathe, every step I take, the sight that I have, the mobility of my limbs that I was able to get up out of the bed with today, being clothed in my right mind, hallelujah, God is good, and I can tell the world about God's goodness in and out of the sanctuary, hallelujah, as we think about praising and letting this praise go forth. We're reminded, I was reminded in Colossians uh, chapter 3, verse 16, Paul is explaining that one of the ways that believers can uh, sing the praises of the Lord and make known the deeds of God is to teach each other through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen. And so there is nothing that holds us back saying what God has told us in his word to teach and share that with other people. Amen. Because we can get encouragement. We can get fortified. We can get restored. We can get built up through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen. And when you start and when I start singing forth the praises of God, the enemy has got to get back. Amen. Because light and dark can't dwell in this same body. Hallelujah. And it drives the devil out of whatever space. That demonic spirit or that devilish spirit is trying to occupy space in our mind, in our thoughts. And we start praising God and proclaiming the word of God and singing the word of God. Got to get up out of there. So it's a magnificent way for us to fellowship in the sanctuary, to have relationship with one another but to make known his deeds. And if we don't have it memorized, that's all right. Memorize your favorite song of praise. Hallelujah. Someone had an episode in the sanctuary, and the Lord just says, sing blessed assurance, and just start singing blessed assurance, and all of a sudden that spirit that was confusing and confounding and troubling this individual, it had to get up out of there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The next thing I see in this passage is to remember that not only do we not want (laughs) to miss opportunities to praise God and to make known his praises, we have to remember that we have a finite life here in earth. Amen. We're going to live eternally with God, with Christ. But we have a finite period down here. And if the first six months of this year is any example of the frequency at which we are celebrating and memorializing and saying farewell to those that have gone on before us to be in that great cloud of witnesses, one thing that I remembered in meditating on this passage is we have to recognize that, yes, we were dust. (laughs) We're doing a, a dust of the earth. God created us out of the dust of the earth, and it said he breathed into the nostrils the breath of life, and we became a living being. So with the rest of creation, we see on the first uh, six, uh, six days, well, God spoke things into existence. Actually, he rested on the seventh day. The first five days, amen, he spoke everything into existence. But here we see God taking the dust of the earth, which we will return to, but breathing into the nostrils of man and making us a living being. Hallelujah. He created us, and he made us unique among all of his creation. Right? He created the sun, the mountains, animals, but he spoke that into existence. But with us, he breathed the breath of life that allows us to sing forth His praises. We're unique. We are unique. And we have the ability to 
speak and proclaim and declare and decree the goodness of God, the deeds of God. Hallelujah. The other thing, so God gave us dignity when he created us in his own image, but he also, because we are frail human beings, we will return to the dust of the earth one day. Our bodies will, but our soul, our spirit will be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Until he puts it all back together on that great getting up day. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he's going to put my soul and my body back together. But he breathed into us breath, intellect, the ability to speak, hallelujah, and made us the highlight of his creation. But because we're deaf, we are also low and we need to be humble. You know, God could have made us out of gold or or granite, or gemstones, you know. He could have made us out of some stuff that was more tough and durable, but he gave us a humble substance. And so when we come before him to worship, we come lowly, we come humble. We come to give God his glory because he has made us his glory. Hallelujah. We are the glory of God down here on earth to proclaim and praise the goodness of the Lord. So that other people will see what God is in and to us and ask. I know they will ask, why are you so joyful when someone just passed? Why do you feel this way when someone just had their legs amputated? Why do you feel this way when they're going to be locked up for 10 years? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. We're going to praise God. Because we know that God is sovereign, God is in control of everything, and whatever God permits will be for our good, and it will be for his glory. Hallelujah. But God has made us significant. Hallelujah. And because God has made us significant, hallelujah, he has left it to us down here on earth, like the rest of his creation, to praise him. And declare God is God. God is sovereign. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm glad that God gave us the breath of life. I'm glad that God woke me up today. I'm glad. And I give him glory. I'm in my right mind. I'm glad that I was able to go to church today. I'm glad that I recognize that there really are forces of evil. But the forces of evil that are arrayed against God, almighty God, are defeated. We are victorious and more than conquerors in Christ. We have got more to praise God about than anyone except for the person that is praising God for what they have done, what God has done for them. We're not in a competition for praise. We have our own praise to render unto the Lord with the breath of life, the breath that he has put into us. Hallelujah. And one thing for sure, when God breathed into us, uh-huh, it says, uh, when I was studying, I was looking at this, the life and the power of God that was given to man to animate us, to make us alive, to move us from all the other inanimate things that he created, to move us to animated living beings. That word in that passage in Genesis 2 and 7 is is ruah, which means wind, breath, air. The life of God lives in us. It lives on and on. Hallelujah. That part of us that will live eternally, that fresh wind that's blowing across the land, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, that fresh wind is what God is speaking to me in this Everyone ought to praise the Lord. That fresh wind is what God wants to move in the natural, move in the atmosphere, move in our homes, move in our church, move in us, move in our workplaces. Hallelujah. We might feel broken down, but when we start praising God, God, he's the lifter of our heads. He lifts us up. Hallelujah. Above every issue, every circumstance. Hallelujah. That fresh wind that God breathes into us is that wind of praise. 
that God has left to us, hallelujah, to show the world that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is still the answer to the world today, that he's still the Lord of lords and the King of kings. He's still the sovereign God who is worthy to be praised, worthy to be praised, worthy in the small things in our life to be praised, worthy in the hard spaces and dark places that we go through in our lives, worthy on the high mountaintop. He's worthy to be praised. And the wind of God, the Holy Spirit in us, abiding in us, shall yet praise the Lord in such a way that those hindering spirits, those demonic spirits, those evil spirits, those bound and chained up spirits, those things will be broken and destroyed through the power of our praise unto God. And I'll add this last comment because it was a glory to God in the sanctuary on this morning that on the hills of pressing through, praising anyhow, lifting up the name of Jesus, praying in the Spirit, letting the Holy Spirit have its way and not being moved or shaken by what didn't work, three people gave their life to God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation can come through the word of God. The word of God can be sung in hymns and songs and spiritual greetings, and people will receive the understanding of God, Almighty God, being worthy of the praise of all of his creation. This is the word of God for the people of God on tonight. I pray that God has blessed you from the beginning of this hour until the end of this message, and that the praises will go forth and combat the forces that try to silence the people of God. Let the praises go forward out of the sanctuary. Let the praises go forward everywhere we step, every piece of ground God allows us to take. Let the praises and the mighty deeds of God be proclaimed so that somebody will get that salvation that God has stored up for them before the foundation of the earth. That is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Before we hang up, I just want to, I'm going to unmute a few people um, because Psalms, uh, 150 verse 6 tells us to do something and you explain to us why we should do it and when we do it what we see happens we see God moving on our behalf and so tonight I'm I'm just going to unmute a few few folk just I'm going to give you a moment you probably already know who I'm unmuting but when I when I count to 3 we're we're going to give God some praise. We're going to render unto him some praise. We're going to bless his name. I'm I'm just going to put about seven people on the line tonight because seven is the number of perfection. And I know that God is in the midst of us. He hears us. He honors our prayer. We are just so grateful. We're so thankful to God tonight. And I just want us to render unto him what is due unto him. Because the woman oh, of God yeah. has spoken to us tonight Thank of what the saints are supposed to do. So I want those of you whose phone has just been unmuted, I want you at the three to give God the highest praise because he has been so good. Because he's been so good. We need him to do something in the earth. 